On today's episode of Dad's Drinking Beer, Jim is in Orland Park, Illinois, recording from his mom's house, the same house he grew up in for his first 22 years of life. We're going to suck up a lot of nostalgia. In Sports Hole, we review the pileup of injuries from week two of the NFL, and we're going to hear Chris cry on air. Definitely don't want to miss that. Besides that, we're going to reveal two more lead pipe locks, and we'll swig on NBA, golf, and MLB updates as well. During our beer discussion, we reveal our fascination with drawbridges, and then we're going to give some dad advice as we sip over Goose Island IPA. Sit back, relax, enjoy responsibly. This is Dad's Drinking Beer. That's going to be my, my lead pop-like. Lead pipe lock. Lead pop-like. <laughs> lead pop-like. If it's a lead pop-like, you know it's wrong. But if it's a lead pipe lock... <laughs> And the noise would be like, do yo 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 Dad's drinking beer. Welcome to Dad's Drinking Beer. This is the weekly watering hole where we talk about dad stuff, sports. Beer, movies, music, all kinds of shit. That's right. We're talking shit. We're going to say shit a lot. The explicit sign is on. The dads are talking. Put the women and children to bed. Let's look for some fucking dinner. I'm Jim, reporting live from Orland Park, Illinois. I'm with my co-host, Chris. Chris, how the hell are you, man? I'm fantastic. Holding down the bunker in Austin, Texas with my co-host, Jim. So yeah, there we go. We're ready to do this. Very special episode. You're doing great, holding it down. Um, Thank you. It looks very, very cozy still. I'm, I miss it, but it's great to see the, your have, face over the Zoom world. Yeah, I have the fire uh, roaring. The wood paneling is uh, a rich mahogany, and there is toilet paper still lining the walls. So we're good. I can feel you. I can feel the love being sent here right off the bat. I'm at my home. I'm at my home that I was brought to as a as a wee as a wee lad as a little baby and uh, i'm visiting my mom this week helping her out with a couple things really just vibing with that midwest energy right now chris that is wild that you are literally in the garage that you probably smoked a couple heaters in drank a couple uh zimas in i mean i'm I'm sure that garage has stories to tell if it could talk i, I can't oh, even boy. imagine like i've lived in so many different houses in my life i can't even comprehend the idea of having one place to call home that's that's pretty fucking awesome man yeah it's a trip man just i'm sucking up nostalgia left and right like like a big big chesticles uh big nostalgia <laughs> uh guy i've always been a nostalgia guy but i'm, I'm sucking need... it up i'm i'm taking gulps of it i didn't need the hand motion I'm taking when you gulps said of it. sucking it up but i i i mean the audience can't see but you are definitely li- lending uh, a visual to the sucking up which is, uh, yeah, chesticles. Pretty much, pretty much. And i taking the most random routes to go places. I'm walking through my old neighborhood and it's a trip because you remember things a certain way and you notice the, the nuances and the differences. And, you know, some of the houses in the neighborhood, you know, to your point are kind of falling apart. They kind of look old. They look like they're 30 years old now, you know? And it's yeah. uh, it's a little different, but I'm... I'm kind of playing this weird nostalgia game where I'm I'm driving around 
I'm walking around and I'm, I'm trying to look at everybody's face to see if I, if I knew them or if That's I know weird. them. Yeah. It's so weird. And I, like, I'm, I'm over so far like, <laughs> after five I, days. I feel but. like I've definitely run into people and seen them at the grocery store where I grew up. And I'm like, I know you and I know you know me, but I don't know anything to even, I don't want to talk to you. Cause you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't, we don't have enough in common. Like I went to high school with you or junior high school with you. Sure. Um, but like, yeah, let me ask you a question. I, don't, I don't know what would happen if I, if I actually saw someone, I don't know what would happen. Like I'm not, this trip for me is pretty, I have to, I'm just trying to be as present as I can help my mom out through some things. And I didn't even tell a lot of my buddies that I'd be here because I didn't want that, that pressure to well, like, cause you, you, you had obligations. My mom. Yeah. You're doing yeah. other stuff. Let, let me yeah. ask you this. Where I grew up, the place would look a, a million times different. Uh, does it look the same as when you grew up? My house? The, the, the area. You guys, did you go for a run? Does the place look the same? No, there, there are differences. I, I, can, yeah. I can notice the, the, the little tweaks, little changes. The, the signs have updated. Some things are the same, but not a lot. I'd say more has changed than, than not. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Midwest feels great. I'm in that perfect part of the year right now where in Chicago and the summer's the summer is nearing its end and we're about to hit fall, but, but we're not quite there yet. It's, it's that in-between phase where you wake up and it's about 55 to 58 degrees. Uh, It'll hit 75 to 78. And now that it's, you know, nighttime, we're recording. Uh, I am in the garage. I can hear the, the bugs out there. I'm, I'm battling mosquitoes. It's about 65 degrees. It is perfect. Right this now. is why people love Chicagoland is because of the, the summers and in the tail end of summers are where it's at. Cause it gets hot in summertime out there. Doesn't it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But the, but the heat breaks at night and right. that's the difference with Texas, right? Is yeah. Yeah. It's still sweaty. We, we, we played bags at night and in, in the driveway in Austin and it is balls hot at like 11 o'clock still. Yeah. Yeah. That's Cal- Northern California. The same way it, it cools down at night. So yeah, that's that is the big difference. Um, so you're staying at your your place, the, your place you grew up. Yeah. Are you sleeping in same the same house. bed? Not the same bed. I'm in the same bedroom though. Oh, uh, the bedroom shit. had a bunk bed that I slept on with my uh, my younger brother Pete. Uh, now it's been replaced by this, you know, full bed. This full or double. I don't know what size it is. It's it's what's one of the two. It's a little different. I've been sleeping pretty good. But yeah, man, a lot of memories just in that in that room. I cracked open the window. Uh, I pulled the blinds up like I did every morning when I was still there. But I remember the window. I you know I, I used to crawl out of that window once in a while too. And and now I'm That's... like, like this shit doesn't even work. You have to like pull the screen off and push the push the window open. You know, not that a lot of things worked in the house back then, but it's just some things have not been. Um, you know, time time has time hasn't treated well. You know, yeah. to all these yeah. little things. So. I don't know. I'm kind of angling for my mom to eventually get out of here um, for a number of reasons. But I think for one, it's just, I'm glad I got to spend this week here because yeah, uh, man, processing a lot of stuff. I think if I jumped right back into work right now, it'd be really hard, but the dads need to hear what we're going through. So like, this is, this is that sense of normalcy and that, that sense of fun that I, I, I need to still have, you know, let me ask you, let me ask you, everyone's ask, everyone's asking themselves whether they're driving in their cars or they're listening to it right now. What's the over under on how many times you jerked off in that room? Is it a hundred or or less? You mean on this trip or in, <laughs> like lifetime? 
<laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, how long have you been there? I got here Monday. I mean, I, Monday. I mean, I would do and it I, just to, when I, when I got there. I'd do it just for a good time, you know, uh, you know, because. But then I would. Yeah. There's so many memories. I mean, I'm sure you. I couldn't even imagine going back to my my old school as a kid. Like I can't even think. Of, I can't even fathom that what it would be like. Because again, I didn't have that. But if you know, I'm sure yeah. you brought some girlfriends back there or whatever it is. You got some stories to tell. That room that if the walls could talk, if the walls could talk in that garage, which I mean, solid looking garage by the way. Your mom's keeping it up. Yeah, th- this garage is still high. I think from my brother and my exploits back in the day, <laughs> uh, it's still pretty fucked up. The bedroom is funny. You bring that up um i didn't bring a lot of girls because this isn't this isn't that big of a house so i was always asking to go to another friend's house or we had we had one really good friend whose uh mom and dad didn't really they weren't really around that much so we'd always be like let's go to let's go to this kid's house into his basement and and do our thing but when my current wife was a girlfriend and i brought her home um i did fulfill my my bunk bed uh, fantasy where it wasn't just it wasn't just one person enjoying themselves. You know what I mean? Because that over under number, I'm so confused. Um, well over, well over a hundred. But you know what? You know what's different now is you know you're you're older. You realize it's a small house. You can hear everything in that house. Okay, wait, it just makes me think that my parents heard everything in that house. They can you hear this. Yes, or. <laughs> Or in walls, like my God! <laughs> oh, it, it's it's a single it's a single story ranch, probably sixteen hundred square feet. My room is next to my mom's room, next oh, to my man. parents' they room. Set you so, up for failure. Sorry. About and then that. on the on the bunk beds, you know, I had the other brother in the other bed, so you had to really be careful with your times, and you know, man, that's a whole other podcast. It's just it yeah. feels really good to be home. It feels really good, good to man. be home, and uh, the weather's perfect right now, and. Like I said, we're still recording. We're still kind of finding that sense of normalcy. I'll be back in Austin uh, in a few more days. And I'm glad you're there. Way to do this. And I'm glad that you uh, wanted to do this because, again, I, we, we text each other a couple of times. I was like, hey, if you don't want to do it, let's not do it. It doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. Um, you know, all of our sponsors will just have to wait, you know, because we hold the keys to this kingdom. But here we are. You're damn right. Doing you're it. damn right. And you know this episode's going to be a little Chicago themed because I'm like I said I'm I'm sucking hard on that on those nostalgia uh, tetes and I loving this. Uh, we talked about Chewy's. You know Chewy's is uh, one of our favorite Tex-Mex spots in Austin. Lo and behold, Orland Park, Illinois has a Chewy's. Uh, like it's the craziest thing to drive by and go what property value in Orland Park just shot through the roof I'm sure because Chewy's is just like and that this is this is not an ad I'm a Chewy's guy I'm a Chewy's guy oh yeah we I've been a Chewy's guy since like the third day I moved to Austin when I went to the for one those on, who don't for those who don't know Bart Chewy's Springs. is an amazing Tex-Mex restaurant in Austin well started in Austin now it's all over the place um, one of my childhood friends works finance and he worked on a Chewy's deal. And I remember him telling me that, Hey, Chewy's is actually everywhere. Like you think it's unique. You think it's kind of one of a kind, that's their shtick. And yeah. then when my mom called two years ago and said, they're putting a Chewy's in cause she had been to Austin a dozen times already. And that means a dozen trips means a dozen times to, to Chewy's, you know, but it does taste different. She said, it's a little, oh. a little different. It doesn't quite match exactly, but fuck, I'm going to have to go pick something up. 
uh, okay. maybe some chicka chicka boom boom uh, enchiladas and just see see the difference from myself. One of those margaritas that color changing cup. I mean, come on. So cool. So I cool. I love it. Um, <laughs> this was not so we, an ad. We this do was, have a, this is not a planned ad, but let's just say that right now. We're just, we're just foaming over uh, Chewy's, just so you know. We actually have a real quick thing to talk about. If you're going to pick up Chewy's, get there 10 minutes early. Maybe not yeah. in COVID, but in general. And just go get a nice frozen marg at the bar and uh, have a few chips while you're waiting. There's nothing like that. Wear the mask nothing. and pull down easily and eat some chips and salsa and like eat a or have a margarita and live your life a little bit. It feels yeah. good. Yeah. I got to be honest too. And I've seen other states' reactions to COVID. Yeah. Kind of a trip. Kind of a trip. Kind of like, oh, you're, you're still doing this too, huh? And right. some people are kind of rolling their eyes. Some people are being super serious. I did some, I, I ran some errands and it's not crowded anywhere. I think people yeah, are taking sure. it really seriously. But then I went to my niece and nephew's T-ball game tonight. There was 200 people on a soccer field. No, no 200 people for sight. a T-ball game? Well, there, imagine a soccer field split into six T-ball, okay. you know, diamonds. And no one had a fucking mask on. I was, I was going like, to say, people are thirsty for competition slash sports if they're turning people for a fucking T-ball game. Apparently. <laughs> so so this episode is going to be pretty Chicago heavy. We have a really cool IPA that we're going to drink uh, from the Goose Island line. There's lots of cool stuff. We do have some sports we're going to dive into first, but we want to, we want to thank a few people yeah. before we get we into have, that. We have our usual thanks to our guy, Benny, from Bronze Whale. And obviously, our outro music from Breakmaster Cylinder. These guys really do kind of make it sound real. Like, we get a lot of people saying, oh, you got to sound like you're doing what you're doing. It's because these guys. So, thank you to them. And, and, and of course, go check them out. They are on all the uh, music things. They're doing big things. Yeah, big thanks to them. Big thanks to Zoom for helping us talk. Again, this might sound a little bit different. We're not together in the bunker, but we're doing our best. So... Hang with us. It sounds uh, pretty. It sounds pretty crispy on this end, so we're good to go here in the bunker. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's stick in the Chicago land. Let's let's stay there. We've got a, yeah. a few things in the sports hole to dive into. I'm ready. All right, sports hole. Let's start off. The, in the wait, 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 wait. The hole that is sports, the wide ass sports hole, right? Welcome to the wash. Wide ass sports hole. And it starts off with a, a lot of tears. A lot of tears uh, tonight. Anybody who watched the NFL, we're starting two. with that. We have to uh, rip the band aid. Rip the band aid. Let's start with the Bears. Yeah, oh, the, the 2-0 are, Bears, it's tough to talk about the 2-0 bears. bears. You know, they almost they almost gave it away. Obviously, the tragic part was early on in the game, even as a Bears fan, which, quick shout out to CBS Austin for playing Bears-Giants. Thank you for that. I didn't have they to go anywhere. They did play it, yeah, I know. Saquon. Poor uh, Saquon. Uh, didn't look good. Eddie Jackson threw him to the ground, and you kind of felt good, like, yeah, throw his ass to the ground. No. Well, you and know right what? away, I, I just I knew it was bad. Well, they, he, the play previous, he had a thing where people were, he kind of came up a little hobbly, and they were like, oh, he looks like he, oh, he's okay. He took a, you know time, and then came back, and then the next play, he was out. 
No good. No yeah. good. Mitch, Mitch, I'm riding the Mitch train. He looked all right. Montgomery wait, wait, looked whoa. all right. You're riding it, meaning like well, you're I wanting said him Foles, to stay in? I, he's 2-0, and oh, damn it. Yeah, you know, I said Foles <laughs> would be in by week three or week four. I think I said week three or week four. We're not there yet. We're, we're about to be, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay with what Mitch is doing so far. Granted, you he go to beat the Lions and the Giants. This, I, know, I know there was other episodes previous that we both gave a Trubisky timeline here for Folds to come in and save the day. So we should check that. I think the under over was four and a half weeks. And I think we said under, so I, I have another game or two, um, but I'm really, really proud of the bears to, to win the games they're supposed to win. Cause there's a lot of seasons where you don't win these early games. You should have won these games. You're sloppy. There's a penalty late or the mis execution on a bad block. You're 2-0 now. These games matter. These games are going to count for something. I'm going to give it up for that. But again, Saquon, um, that's not how we wanted to beat you because, you know, you guys actually made it a game, and that was that was tough to see. But kudos to the Bears. Kudos to Nagy. We'll see how they respond this week uh, against the 0-2 Falcons, who uh, have no reason man. to be 0-2. I agree, man. Fucking shit the bed against Dallas. I cannot believe they lost that game. Falcons that? are the Falcons are the spiciest 0-2 team there is in the league right now. They look like they could win any game, but they just can't put it away. I mean, it literally it looks like the Super Bowl against the Patriots. They just can't make it happen. Yeah. That game <laughs> against the the fucking Cowboys was. I, I'm watching it on Red Zone as I do all my games. In case you're not one, in case you don't follow this podcast, watch everything on red zone. It was unbelievable. Cowboys came back unreal. Well, they had no business to the onside kick where every Falcon is watching the ball. What we, you know what? I made that mistake once in widgets football for St. Michael's fifth and sixth grade. Oh, he's in his, he's, he's in his, he's in the garage. He's having flashbacks. Uh, Here we go. It was not far from here, but they squibbed it. <laughs> it went off the, get the side of the guy's foot, and everyone's just watching it, watching it. And then the coach ripped us a new asshole and said, you dumb fucks. Like, we're in fifth grade, 10 years old, maybe 11. And probably He's said like, that, you, yeah. You do not have to wait for that to hit 10 yards. They do. Jump on the ball. Get on the ball. And we ended up losing that game. That was a, that was a tough loss. You should not be making that mistake as a pro, but I couldn't believe it happened. Uh, Atlanta playing the Bears, let's, 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 it's going to get fair. scary. That that ball was doing some crazy shit. They were showing that ball a million times. It, it doesn't matter. It was sideways sp- spin, but it was doing something different. And, and you have to be careful because it could definitely change the thing. But, but the fact that it cleared and it. then they hit Fall it. Fall on right. it. Right. I don't want to talk over you, but – I think it's just ringing hard because I did it when I was 11. And 23 years ago, I was like, oh, yeah, that fall on the ball. Just fall on it. And now they're yeah. playing the Bears. Yeah. I, stick around for the lead pipe lock of the week because the Falcons may may make an appearance. We'll, we'll see about that. I love uh, it. Let's turn our attention to some other major injuries um, yeah. in, in week two. Sure. Let's talk about it. Chris, uh, what, do you want, what do you want to talk are about? Are you – are you uh your your glasses are getting a little foggy? Yeah, are you okay? Cool. We, yeah, we don't have about. We don't have about. Come, I go. mean, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, um, just go. Bosa. Just talk about it. Bosa. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Solomon. What's his name? I keep forgetting. <laughs> no. No, I don't want to. I don't want to poke the bear. 
All right. Let's, how about Raheem Mostert? Oh. Well, at least you still got Garoppolo to to, to carry the load. They they won. They won, didn't they? No. No. They got nothing. My lead pipe lock hit despite despite look, the morgue visiting look, your game. My look God. Here we Bring go. out the ambulance. Bring out the body bags for your team. I don't know. I mean, let's, let's figure something out. And obviously, I'm crying. Partially, like, it's not hard for me to act like I'm crying because I literally was crying on Sunday. Yeah. Literally crying. But here's the deal. I don't know if there's been a and we need like Fact Boy's dad to check this because this is like an extra Fact Boy situation. Good call. Good call. But like, has there ever been a team that was in the Super Bowl one year and the next year they have what? What do we got? Seven injuries in the first three weeks of the of the season? I mean, we got Sherman, Garoppolo, Kittle. I, I mean <laughs> Who, Kittle what, didn't even play. Bosa. Kittle didn't even play. Kittle didn't even play. Bosa, no, Kittle, Kittle and Sherman didn't even play because they knew it was going to be a, a situation. But then Garoppolo's out. Sounds like Garoppolo's going to be back in, like, what, three weeks? He's got a high ankle sprain. Bosa's out for the season. Uh, I, I mean, we got, we, got a lot of, we got a lot of problems. So um, I'm trying to think of, you know, who do I like? I mean, I guess I'm a Bears guy now. Well, come on. You can't jump the ship, but... I already bought a flag. Yeah, you, you forgot about Solomon Thomas, too. I uh, didn't the, forget the about him. I'm just trying, I'm he just trying also to like, forget about it. Towards ACL. That's, uh, he, he's a stud as well. I feel... I, mean, I, felt, I felt for you guys, because, you know, my son, Nolan, uh, he's a huge Niners fan. He's heartbroken as well, but not to the level you're at, because, you know, you've you got to keep moving. But here, here's the thing, Chris. You guys ought to adapt that next man up mentality right now. The next next guy up, let's go. Yeah. You can't I, bail on your team yet. I'm not Are I'm you not are you bailing. ready to say that there's that there's a Super Bowl hangover? Are you are you hey. ready to, to, to say that? Absolutely not. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you threw I, me for a loop there, man. I'm still I'm still I'm still a believer. Faithful then, faithful now. But I think it'd be a rough season. Your coach said that the players noticed the field was sticky right away. Sticky. Right. And they were and they were worried about that like in pregame. And right. for that to happen, can you imagine being a player where your only mission is to go as hard as you can, as fast as you can, but now in the back of your head you're thinking, well shit, I just saw three guys get carted off. Sure. Their and, and, their year is over. And to not be conditioned like you normally would when you don't have preseason and conditioning days and there's none of that happening so i think that it was all those things so you know and i think it's also really funky again this may be jumping the gun but you know all these coaches are getting fined a substantial amount for not wearing masks which i mean hey i think it's great that they're trying to implement these things but like every video i saw of pete carroll and you know shanahan and everyone else (laughs) it's they're they're holding their masks and they're yelling you know pointing and yelling and then it's the it's the moment it's it's how how are you supposed to find a coach? I mean they spend like a like hundred thousand dollars for not wearing his mask. Yeah, but they make more than that in a game check. Right. I don't I don't think they're I don't think they're feeling that pain, but I think I think it's just interesting that they're finding them. Right. No, it is. It is. I think they're. 
they're having to play that card. They're having to put that front on that they got to do it. Strict yeah. about it. Yeah. You know, they don't want to be the league that doesn't give a fuck. And right. everyone's watching it. Everyone sees that the masks are down for a lot of these coaches, but last week was just brutal. I no no is around it. Um, and, and tons other of injuries. injuries too. McCaffrey tons. went down. I mean, there was, there was more than just Niners oh. more than just, uh, you know, other Julio Jones has a bad hamstring. I mean, yeah, Julio that, Jones that, is fifty, so it's it's okay. I mean, he can take an injury or two, right? I mean, how, how old is he now? But you know what I mean. I mean, this is yeah, twenty nine, thirty. <laughs> he's not fifty. No, he's he's not. Yeah, everyone everyone's fantasy roster. If you're in fantasy, uh, sorry, Chris, uh, they someone took a hit. Somebody hey. took a hit. I am not in fantasy, and that's why I'm so excited because it was like, oh, the Niners had a thing where if, if I was in fantasy, I would have – I guarantee you, if I was in fantasy, McCaffrey would have been on my team, and I've been so excited that I got him, and I would have been pissed because he would have been out. So You're speaking to one of my leagues right there where I got McCaffrey you have number seven one overall. Leagues. It's, hard, it's hard for you to be mad. <laughs> Fuck you, man. You, I love you, have so, I love you have so many leagues. You probably have McCaffrey's backup in your league. Well, I grabbed I grabbed him in in the one, yeah, Mike Davis. Um, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Because you know what, a lot of people are impacted because the injuries were far and wide, and it's it, it is sad. It is sad. All right, so let's just recap real quick. We introduced a new dad's drinking beer sport feature, uh, the lead pipe block. We wait, went wait, one wait, and wait, one. Wait, 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 wait. What, what was it called? Lead pipe lead block. block. We went one and one last week, and the Saints did not look as good as we hoped uh, on the Monday night game. But the Niners, despite having the hearse drive through the, the, their, their locker room and their, their sidelines a couple times, they, they handled the Jets pretty easily. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry, go, Chris, go on. Stay with me, go man. On. Stay yeah, with go me. on. Go, go on. It's fine. It's cool. Let's, I'm good. Let's give our lead pipe locks of week three with the spreads. It. And then we'll do a couple sports swigs before we head on to our beer. I got I got so, my lead pipe locked down, so let's do it. Go for it, buddy. All right. My lead pipe lock. Everybody listen three, in. Turn it up. Turn it up. For week three, to avoid mush status is, <laughs> <laughs> is Steelers at home over the Texans with a four-point spread. I, I got to take Steelers 2-0. At home, over the Texans who are zero and two, so I think it's a comfortable, safe lead pipe lock. I like it. I support Thank the you. dad's decision here. I think that the Texans, even though they made the playoffs last year and they're zero and two, it does not look good for them so far. I mean, their schedule sucks. They played the Chiefs, the Ravens, and now they're at Pittsburgh. Like, who hates them? Who hates the Texans? Because they set them up for failure. There's a great prop bet out there uh, for you degenerates, like some people I identify with. Bill (laughs) O'Brien to get fired first. It's plus 800 in terms of all NFL coaches. I think if they lose at Pittsburgh by four or more, which is what the spread is, right? I think Bill O'Brien's on the chopping block, and they're going to bring in somebody else. So, Chris... Great like pick. quickly, you mean like during, like right now in the season, it's out. That's, that's what the bet is. Who's the first fu- coach to get fired? And usually you'll see it by about week three, week four, where someone is supposed to have these expectations and they're just, just not meeting it. 
I like that though. I, I support that. I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten track with mine. Um, I did win my pick last week, but again, it's it's a coin toss. This is the week where Chris could be on and I could be off. So mine's going like to be a little that. bit different. I'm going to take Detroit Lions plus six at Arizona. I know it's not a popular pick. It's almost one of those ones where you might think it's a homer pick because I, I, you know, from Chicago, went to Michigan State. Here's the thing. The Lions were in the Packers game for almost three quarters. They were beating the Bears handily for three quarters. And they played Arizona last year, and it ended in a tie. So I think that the Cardinals are familiar. I don't think they're as bad of an 0-2 team as you think that they are. And I think they're going to keep this game really close. I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm saying if you give me six points in the Lions, I I feel confident there. So that's my lead pipe lock. I think that we have solid locks. You could take any of these picks to uh, legal or illegal gambling sites and win money on these. Just go legal. It's too. It's too easy now, guys. Just yeah. keep it in the line. You know, keep it in the lines. Keep it in the lines. All right. So we will send out another reminder over Instagram, probably right when the episode comes out. But we want yep. to give the dads a chance to, to you know, stick with us. These locks are guaranteed. If you have an investment portfolio like Jim, this is a guarantee. I feel like when you say that, there needs to be that little scroll at the bottom. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLING-ADDICTION. And, I mean, luckily we're not induced by any kind of corporate sponsorship yet. Because if we were, that corporate sponsor would be held liable for all this shit. So all I'm saying is put your money where your mouth is and or where our mouth is and bet on the you know, Steelers to cover. Easy. Let's let's get uh, some data under our belt to yeah. support this, to back this up. And True. I want to say, trust in the dads. Don't ever right. put more money in than you're willing to lose because we're not going to foot the bill for you. But just trust in the dads. Yeah. Even if it's and, a and, and if bet. I become the mush, that's fine. Because, look, I will always give you my picks. And as I've already told you, I've dropped out of fantasy. So maybe I am, and I'm a fa- San Francisco Niners fan. So maybe what I say, you should do the opposite of, which if that's the case, you're welcome. <laughs> Too early to tell. We'll find out soon, though. Great, great we'll call. See. Anyway, let's, do a couple let's take some swigs. swigs. Ah, yeah. swigs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. NBA, Chris, the Heat are up 3-1 to one against the Celtics. Boston's been favored in every game. They're even favored in game five coming up. When do the Heat close this out? Go. Next. They do it next game. It's over. They got the momentum. It's happening. The bubble is bigger than any type of home court advantage. The momentum is where it's at in the bubble. That's what I'm about. Love that pick. They were my team to watch. And the reason being, they didn't have to travel far. The, the 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 bubbles in Orlando they didn't exactly. have to go that far. When Butler came out and said, "I'm not bringing family or friends to the bubble because this is a business trip," this guy is for real. Now he has a little bit of a supporting cast stepping up. Very excited for the Heat. Sorry for all you NBA naysayers looking for Celtics Lakers. It's not going to happen. I but agree. Let me, Heat will let, take it. Let me say one thing. He, Butler did say family or friends. Not allowed in the bubble. He said nothing about slam pieces or anything else. So he's got so many things on the side, I'm assuming, that he probably, you know, it's fine. He just has them come over, pop on in the bubble. 
I, I'd be curious. Maybe his business includes a slam piece once in a while. I, I bet there's. I bet there's a. I'm not. Extra I'm, I'm not going to say for sure. I'm not going to say for sure. There's an extra bubble. I mean, come on. There's a bubble <laughs> for all these pieces like to hang out. I mean, if he gets to the finals, I mean, that's a finals bubble. You're right. It, it, it's going to get a little bit more. Um, what's the word? Porous. It's going to be able to have some more holes come through. If Butler's host, in the host. championship in the finals, I love that. I love Butler in the finals. Let's. I mean, has he has he done the finals yet? Never. Never. Yeah. Let's go. I like Never. it. No, I like it. All right. Lakers go up three one on the Nuggets. Uh, yep. Another close game. Anthony Davis hit a game winner. Maybe the best moment of the playoffs uh, since Donovan Mitchell's and yep. and Jamal Murray's um, amazing performance in the in the first round. They're up three one. But the Nuggets have been down 3-1 in every other series so far, only to come and win seven. Chris, give me your take. Are the Lakers going to still win? And if they do, when are they going to get out of this? I think they're going to do it right away. I think that the Lakers are going to take it. As I said earlier, a couple pods ago, they're the team I chose, not because I like them, but because I think, I think they can do it. I think LeBron shines when he has a better player around him. It's always been his way. I think Anthony Davis is a better player than LeBron right now. I think LeBron is a, a great player, but AD is more dominant. He's a dominant player, just as Dwayne Wade was in the Heat when he was on the Heat. I mean, he has had players around him always to help him. I still think Lakers take it. It's over. Lakers, Heat, which is actually a really good matchup, even though I said Lakers-Celtics before. Yeah, Lakers-Heat, which would be great because, I mean, hey, LeBron, with the whole heat aspect, there's still that whole thing there. So the script has been laid out. Lakers heat sounds like a really cool matchup. Um, I'm really excited for Butler to become who everybody roots for. I think the the Lakers are easy to root against. They will. And that's where I'm going to be going. Moving to golf, Bryson DeChambeau, the winner of the U.S. Open, very hard course. Tell me, yes. has your respect level gone up for Bryson DeChambeau and by how many percentage points? Uh, has it gone up? I mean, no, not really. I mean, here's the thing. He's put on about 40 pounds and he's blasting the drives. And I, and I think that, you know, Justin Thomas has been very outspoken. Actually, a lot of players have been very outspoken about how they feel that his approach to the game is is this or that. And they're surprised that it landed and it worked at a course like like this at the U.S. Open. But... He won, so it's hard to argue. Did did he do anything illegal? To no, nothing in, illegal. In no, 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 nothing illegal. Uh, well, as of now. So who why knows? is every why are why are the other golfers bitching about it? Because I think he's so outspoken about his uh, you know way about his approach to golf and the, and the way that he plays it. Because I mean he he's blasting it so much. It's not like Kepka. You know, Kepka was similar, and I feel like Kepka and his success led to DeChambeau and his success. So, I mean, and, and honestly, Tiger and his success led to Kepka. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's you're taking an athlete and having them play a game, and they're going to succeed. So, yeah. Uh, my respect level went up from about 30% to 50% because now I'm rooting for him a little bit more because, because he's getting flack, but only because he did something that, is a little unorthodox and now he fucking won. So, but I, if he, if he wins another one, 
don't be surprised if other golfers start to go to the weight room like Ricky Fowler and oh, just no, start no. getting a little bit, 15, 20 pounds of muscle. Just see what happens. It's already happening. I mean, he's he's already won a couple since this weight gain, since po- you know post-COVID. But not um, majors, though. This no is majors. Major. No, right, right. First right. major. Um, but, I mean, the, the next major, which is prob- not probably, it, it is my number one sports um, watching event of the year. The Masters is coming up, and you know Tiger won it last year. It should be a big deal. Hey, if DeChambeau and Tiger Woods and Justin Thomas and you know all these guys are in the hunt, Finau, everyone that's been in the hunt, it's going to be a good Masters. Not to mention it's going on in November, which usually is April. So I mean, hey, we're going to be thankful for that. Yeah, Augusta's well, going to look beautiful. Super pumped will, for that. It will. Super pumped. Okay, moving on. Quick swig. Tampa Bay up 2-1 to one over the Dallas Stars in the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Nobody had the Dallas Stars. I've got a lot of friends in Austin rocking their Dallas Stars gear. Chris, I know you don't give a fuck. Flip a coin. Who wins the series? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Good pick. That's, Good pick. It's a, coin, it's a coin flip only. I have Because I have zero knowledge of NHL hockey and whatsoever. And I'm going off of coin flip only. All right. Last but not least baseball. The, the white Sox were the first team in all of baseball to clinch a playoff spot. Kudos to you guys. You were a team to watch since then you've lost seven out of 10. You're not looking so hot, but you're in. <laughs> Let's focus on the giants. The giants are 28 and 28, four games to go in the regular season. They are, one of six teams battling for four playoff spots separated by a game. Chris, the next time we talk, they'll either be in or they'll be out. Tell me, what are your thoughts on this? I need to believe. For the sake of what I believe in, I believe is going to happen. We'll make the playoffs by the skin of our teeth. San Francisco as a city needs it, so we're going to make it happen. All right. Opening round against the Dodgers. How does that uh, look for, your, for, for a quick preview? Well, I mean, Dodgers are trash, and the people that cheer for the Dodgers are trash people, so we'll be fine. Mr. Mel, care to weigh in? Look, at the end of the day, L.A. in itself has a lot of haters. We got the Dodgers. We got the Lakers, who are both going to win not only the championship for the MLB, but the NBA Finals as well. Mark my words. We'll get all the haters, and we'll also take all the bandwagons. Of course you'd say something like that, Mel. That would be factual and accurate and nice. Fucking Mel. Great clothes and great shoes and homemade lumpia in the background. Awesome Filipino food. Yeah, like like butterscotch, I'm assuming. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Solid hole. We're going to jump into our beer here in in just a second. Let's take a quick break. Do a quick ad read on something very, very important. Listen, please. What will Halloween look like for your family this year? As many seek out alternatives to trick-or-treating, we have a solution. Grab your costume and your quarantine and join us for the virtual Hunter 5K Halloween Fun Run. So the Hunter 5K was created to honor and celebrate the fast and free spirit of four-year-old Hunter Henderson, who tragically passed away in December of 2018. Hunter loved Halloween, and he dressed up in costume throughout the year. 
kicking off Saturday, October 31st and running through November 15th, complete a 5K virtually anywhere on your neighborhood sidewalk, on a mountain trail, the beach, or even on a treadmill. You can run solo or with a group of running buddies at a time that works best for your schedule. No matter where you run, who you run with, or when you start, Halloween costumes are encouraged. Funds raised from this year's virtual event will go to the Dell Children's Medical Center Trust and Foundation in honor of Hunter Henderson and in support of the amazing work they do for children and their families. Register today at thehunter5k.com. All right, we're back. We're about to start up the beer highlight of the week. This is our 30th episode. Chris, this is our 30 path. We finally have a dirty 30 pack of dad's beers that we could kind of pick out of, even though a couple episodes had multiple beers. Fuck that. I'm just saying 30 episodes, 30 different beers. This is pretty cool, right? This is the dirty 30. This is, uh, I'm trying to think of all the beers we've done. This is the one that feels the most 30. So yeah, I'm excited about it. Goose Island IPA out of Chicago, now bought by Anheuser-Busch. Is that official? It's Anheuser-Busch? Yes, but it wasn't always. Uh, right. I got introduced to Goose Island um, about 15, 15 years ago or so. I was probably just out of college. And the 312, which is a wheat uh, a wheat ale was my favorite beer for a good couple of years. This is before jellyfish is before I moved to Texas. If you showed up to a party with three, one, two, you're going to get some honeys on your lap. I guarantee it. I'm not going to wow. say anything beyond that. Honeys on the lap with three, one, two, especially the bottles. It used to only come in bottles. The goose Island IPA is what we're going to talk about tonight, but it's a Chicago beer. Well, it's a Chicago. I kind of wish, wish we had some three, one, two then like, we had some honeys on well, the lap. That sounds kind of nice. Yeah, we, we probably should. Let's save that one because the 312 yeah. is delicious. It is so good. And we don't have enough wheat beers anyway. We're more of an IPA heavier guy uh, right. type of bod. But let's, let's talk about this Goose Island IPA. The only positive side of Anheuser-Busch acquiring this craft beer is that it's available everywhere now. And this is why we could pick something yeah. Chicago themed. You could go to Austin liquor store. I could go to the Chicago land liquor store and boom, we have something that's a little bit more unique. And I think our listeners can go find it too. If, if they tried, right. I would think so. I mean, I've always thought Goose Island was available all over or in many places. So like I said, or like Jim said, I have the, uh, the bottle, which is really well done. They did a kind of a rebrand. You have the can, which I think is great. You got the uh, the silhouette of the goose. Yeah, yeah. This used to look way different, but the goose was always there, but never like a a backlit shadow type of you know n- film noir goose um, with its mouth open, ready to. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Sorry, geese are crazy are too. Um, and we got hoppy, grapefruity, refreshing. Crazy. I dig the 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 bottle. What's not so... to love? What's not to love? Right. Goose Island. Yeah, no, it's good stuff. All right, I'm going to crack this open. Here, I got a bottle opener. All right. Yeah. 
fresh. Cheers, cheers, fresh. my guy. Hey, cheers, hey, my man. Chicago. I'll see you in a few days, but it's so good to see you now. All right, buddy. Let's do it. Okay. Yep. So a lot, a lot of the Goose Island beers, I think, have a little bit of that wheat undertone, right? A little bit of a, I don't want to call it like a blue moon, but kind of just, um, it's more of a fuller flavor, right? It's not, it's, this is not a hazy IPA. This is a, more of an American IPA. It's, it, it, it claims to be grapefruity, but it's, it's very, very mildly fruity, right? Yeah. I, I think we've had a couple of these in the past, and here's a perfect example of a mass-marketed general palate pleaser IPA, right? It's fair to yes. say. Yeah. Yes. No, agreed. It's um it's balanced in terms yeah. of what kind of a flavor it is. Um, but it's full flavored, right? Yeah. It's not it's not one of these, oh, juicy, juicy, double juicy, which you know, I, I get off the, on, on that shit. This is really about hoppiness, it's bold, it's still smooth. But that's the the smoothness I'm talking about is the Goose Island kind of routine. When when we yep. try the three one two, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. You're gonna you're gonna taste remnants of this in the other one. Um, this is a five point nine percent IPA, so it's it's not that crazy, uh, right? Right? It's not it's not that bad, but it's a pretty damn good beer. Yeah, I, I kind of like it. It's been out it's been out for about twenty years too. And currently, the branding is actually. I feel like every time I've ever seen the Goose Island branding, it always looks good. Right now, they're doing kind of obviously another refresh. I'm digging, digging their branding. So, and the beer is good. I'm, I'm, I'm still going on it. So here we go. Well, let's keep sipping on our Goose Island IPA, talking about how Goose Island is out of Chicago originally. Don't know if you knew this, but Goose Island is an actual island. In Chicago. I had no idea. So my mother worked for Wrigley. Wrigley became acquired by Mars. But right before it did, Wrigley built this innovation center, this beautiful brand new facility, and they built it on Goose Island. So she had to drive downtown from, from our, our, our hometown and go over the many, many drawbridges. Um, quick shout out, Chicago has the most drawbridges in North America. Do you know what a drawbridge is? <laughs> I do. Well, it's funny you, you said that. I was like, I know what a drawbridge is. I'm surprised Chicago has the most. But yeah, drawbridges, um, let me see if I'm right. Uh, both sides go up to l- allow a boat to pass through. Is that is that a fairly that accurate? Nailed it. Okay. Chris. Shit. You fucking well, nailed it. I'm thinking of like I, a I, castle, you know, where they're like, yeah. pull up the drawbridge. Pull it up. Open, open it up. the drawbridge for the <laughs> the boat, and the moat, the oh, boat and the moat, and then open up the open up the other moat so the boat can up. go through that moat. Over there, where uh, the, and then, where, the the drawbridge. As soon as the boat goes through, lower the drawbridge. Lower, lower the it. draw. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Dude, Chicago has the most drawbridges in the country, and they're only Which second. Is- to Amsterdam in the whole fucking world. Which Amsterdam is a great place to be, by the way, if you've never been. Hey, Amsterdam Tourism Board, hit us up. We we will be your biggest advocate. Let's go. I kind of want to be like in a Mission Impossible setting, like Ethan Hunt, where I'm running and the drawbridge is starting to go up and I have a chance to jump it. 
you know, or like maybe I'm on a motorcycle or something and that happens. Like you ever think like that? Yes. If I, well, let me tell you this. I live in Austin and I current, and well, before that I live in so do California. I. <laughs> so, uh, I've never really seen a drawbridge outside of uh, lower the drawbridge. Yeah. Um, but raise yes, the drawbridge. I feel like if I was ever to encounter a drawbridge where I could make the jump, I would attempt the jump. I'd probably I mean, tear my ACL on the land, but it'd be fine. Oh, ouch. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't make it, but maybe my like hands would reach up and grab it. And then the braid would keep moving up. So I would keep moving up. You know what I mean? It would also like, depend be, on why I was scary. trying to clear the jump. If it was just because I was going to do it to impress my wife, which wouldn't happen anyway. She'd be on her phone, so it wouldn't matter. But if it was, <laughs> but if it was, I was what trying to What a fucking burn. <laughs> But if I was trying to save, like, my life or my kid's life, yeah, I'd probably make that jump. Yeah, if it was a kid's life, it's not like you're jumping. You are jumping, and you're making that jump. You know, I'm wondering, if you're hanging on the edge, and they go, you know, lower the drawbridge, and they lower it, and you're still holding on, does your body just get, like, severed in half? Yeah, or, or your hands, you just go underneath, and you grab with the underpiece, and you just walk across like Lost Boys, and you're good to go. I mean, we're, we're, we're mashing tons of movies here, but yeah, that's what I think. Good call out there. Good call out there. Maybe a future modern dad movie. Um, Ooh, hey, I'm going to keep call. sipping yeah. on this. I, I, I do. I do like this beer. Um, I know we want to We want to give out some dad advice. I think it's going to become a, a, a new staple. You got any, you got any dad advice for us, Chris? You know, as a dad who has plenty of advice to give, I feel like I can always give dad advice. So here's a little tidbit of dad advice for the dads out there. And this is, this is for the dads only. So if, if you're a wife or a girlfriend or a, a child listening to this podcast, you could pause now and, and maybe pick up later. But here's the thing I've learned. My wife always asks me a question. She says, Chris, what do you think about this? Or have you seen this thing? Or hey, where are... Gracie's shoes or have you seen the her backpack or this thing here's the answer the answer should always be I think so because here's the thing it always makes it seem like you know the answer but you're not a hundred percent sure on the answer do you know what I'm saying it's that's fucking huge if you don't if you aren't definitive how can they get that mad right so what I'm saying is I was literally shaving my face and the wife comes in and says, have you seen Gracie's uh, water bottle? And I go, um, no. She goes, don't you remember seeing it? I said, yes. And then all of a sudden she goes, don't, you know, you said you saw it. Here, Do you know where it is? I go, I think so. There it is. I think so. I think so answers the question in the positive, meaning I don't know for a fact, but I think I saw it. Or I think the answer is yes. But but if for whatever reason you're wrong, here you are. So uh, I'm a believer in saying, I think so. And this is strictly for the dad. So now that uh, yes. we've gone over this, if you know women are listening, wives are listening, kids are listening, you can hit play again. There we go. I think that just speaks to you have to be careful of – how definitive you are and how sure you are of things because 
I'm also guilty of not always retaining what's been told to me. So yeah. if I come out all stubborn as fuck and say, no, 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 you never told me that. No, 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 that never happened. There's a good chance she did say it, but I was, you know, making a bet or I was watching the game or I was, I don't know, like focusing on something different. And if Doing I literally said, anything else. Correct. And it doesn't mean that I wasn't thinking what she said was important. It's just like, maybe I'm not the best multitasker from time to time. You know what I mean? That's, that's all it was. Uh, t-shirt, dad drink a beer. I think so. I think so. Maybe like a dot, 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 question mark. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then like asterisk. It's impossible to get in trouble after saying this. It really is. Um, being home with my mom, uh, my first bit of dad advice for tonight while I'm sipping on the Goose Island IPA, buy a rotisserie chicken every time you go to the grocery store. Every time. Like every so often or? Every time. So every time. So, so every time. Every time. Every time. Okay. So what if what if I go only on Sundays? Every time. I don't feel, what if I go every other every Wednesday? Time. Yep. What if I? Yep. I see. Get it. I don't want to slap myself on your thunder of the uh, dad vice, but when I was a single man, buying a rotisserie chicken was my number one thing I would get. Well. It's again, I think the dad vice isn't just going to be for dads. It's going to be for, you know, to your point, husbands, right. single future, f- future dads, guys who aren't dads yet, but they will be. Here's the thing. How, how much are we talking here? Even if you get the best rotisserie chicken of your life, what are we talking about? What Eight bucks? What are that? Yeah, let's say nine, nine bucks? bucks. And to be clear, every dad doesn't have to have a wife. Let's just be clear before we go on. No, Absolutely. Or, Every dad doesn't have to even be a man. It could be a woman who's a dad. I mean, hey, we're in 2020. All rules Get are with off. with the times. Thank we're you all- for making that statement. No, Chris, thank you. Because that, that needs to be part of our, our mission statement as well, that this is the modern dad. We are not the thick dick and, and two big balls. You could have a, a lot of different sized dicks. Yeah, you know? I mean, There's I, a different I, I, size dicks here. I assure here. you, neither of us – Well. Not many. I can't speak for you, yeah. but I mean, I'm Watch not a yourself. thick dick. Yeah. But anyway, we're getting off track here. Damn it. <laughs> How do we get chicken. here? How do we get here? Look, the rotisserie chicken, you strip it down. You break it off all of its bones. You put that chicken in the freezer, in a Ziploc freezer bag. I swear to God, you're set. Put the bones and the stock into a, a saucepan. Boil it down. Take the bones out. You know what you have there? An amazing stock. chicken broth or stock. That is literally immunity. Do you want to fight off a cold? You drink chicken broth. You want to create a new soup? I got an idea for you. Start with the stock, add the chicken, throw in a few noodles, put in some carrots or some onions or some celery. Hell, maybe even some corn. Put the chicken in last because remember, it's already cooked. You don't want to dry it out. I would do all the vegetables, warm them up, noodles for six minutes, put the chicken in for four minutes with the noodles. That equals 10 minutes for the noodles. You're done. Salt, pepper, you're out. The rotisserie chicken is literally the best. And, and I could go on and on about these different meals to make it look like as a dad, whoa, what did you do here? You could go to town. Go to town. Chicken nachos, chicken enchiladas. Like, like you don't need to grill and all that. Just take the rotisserie chicken. So... That's my dad advice. 
go get a goddamn rotisserie chicken every time you go to the grocery store. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. My lead pipe lock, actually, can I change it to buy rotisserie chicken? Because that's a lead pipe lock. Chris, that might be the only way you get a win this year, bro. Because guess what? <laughs> you already won. Even, even Bush advises not to get a, a chicken. If the Steelers so you know blow my lead pipe lock, I'm going rotisserie chicken from the rest of the year out. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Hey, this beer is still delicious. I'm almost going to crack a second one. Um, I brought an extra one. You got any more dad advice? Honestly, I, th- I think I'm good. I think the I think the I think so answer is a solid answer for everything. So I'm good. You? I have one more bit of advice, and it's it's just nice. because I'm here right now. If you're a dad and you have a mom or a dad still around, there's going to be a point where they get too old to do things around the house. Here's my advice. Take care of your parents. You're going to get to a point where you can still do some manual physical shit to make their place look nice inside or outside. Go do it. And then the other flip side of that coin is raise your kids so that one day when you're in your 60s, 70s, 80s, and you need a little bit of help, your kids come. I feel really great that every day I've been here, I spent a couple hours outside not doing major landscaping. I'm just doing things so that if she wants to have somebody come in the driveway and have a conversation, she's not worried about the weeds by the keystones or she's not worried about the, the leaves uh, in the garden. I raked those out. I got them all out. And she, she, she pays someone to do it, but this goes with every person you pay to clean your house. They never do it as good as you'll do it. Never. And if you're doing it with your mom in mind, you're going to fucking do it well. You're going to be like, oh, there's another one. And I have this weird mentality this week of every time I walk by something, I just pick it up and clean it. Like more so that, than I do at my own house. So I hope I bring this back home. I think my wife would appreciate it if I stopped avoiding the pile of shit in my bedroom and said, you know what? Let's, let's attack this pile of clothes. Let's get a bag ready for Goodwill, et cetera, et cetera. Take care of your parents, guys. They took care of you for so long. The the least you could do is that when they are physically getting older, help them out, help them out. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm not even in that position yet. Luckily, thank God. But yes, always do the thing right by your parents. Bottom line. Always, always. And since losing my dad, my outlook on a lot of things has changed and it's been very difficult. Chris, thank you for being a beacon of solitude and just fucking normalcy and that's something i enjoy i agree and and for me too like it it always feels good to hang out and i think part of the reason why we um did this with you in chicago and me here in austin was because we wanted to hang so here we are damn right damn right. <laughs> right yeah and i have one more sip on the goose island i was I, thinking the yeah. same thing my guy hey all right can we can we toast this one to Ruth Bader Ginsburg? I would love that. That'd be great. You might affect the score slightly only because the notorious RBG gets a little bit of love, but. What an American hero. 2020 has got a lot of, a lot of losses, but I think the, the most human thing after all is going to be, what did we learn from this year? What do we pull out of the, out of this year as positives? Yeah. I cracked one a couple of minutes ago slammed it 
I'm digging it. I'm ready. I don't think this is quite her age, but I'm going to give this an hold 89. On, hold on. Ah, oh, sorry. All right. I wrote it down. There's a lot of things on that paper. Eight. Sorry, here. I'm sorry, dude. I, if you could see what I'm seeing through the Zoom. 87. Yeah. So 87 for Chris, 89 for me. That puts us at 88. 88 is not bad. I mean, we have a very competitive stacked deal here. Like, we don't drink shit we don't like. I'm not going to drink shit we don't want to drink. Hey, 88 is solid. Anything over 70 is good. Anything over 85 is we will order it or buy it again. And I think 90 or above is kind of our our A-list. It's kind yeah, of our, I feel our like, A-list club. Right. 90 or up, you should maybe like reroute your entire life. Like uproot everything you're That's doing it. and change anything to go make that life happen. I think people move to Austin now just because of electric life is because of the 98.6666666. I think that's why Joe Rogan moved here. He's like, hey, you got any of that jelly? We're like, hey, man, we, we, you know, I know you guys are the dads. You guys got everything. But like, we can't help you out there, guy. It's like, there's so much more. Yeah, I hope he gets that merch box that we sent him with the stickers and the pin and the koozie and some jellyfish because I think he'd appreciate that. I guarantee you, JR knows about us for sure. Huge fan of the pot. He's, hey. he, he's aware of his competition. Exactly. That's why he succeeds. That's why we succeed. That's why Joe Rogan can come on the podcast anytime he wants. And we'll go on their podcast. I'll smoke a blunt with Joe Rogan. Shit. I already did, but I'll do it again. Hey, thank you for making this happen. Thank you for <laughs> being open to recording late. I had a blast, as always, dude. As always, uh, no golden tea, no pizza. Um, but here we are. Happy to say... Looking forward to week three NFL. Couldn't give a shit about NHL. Looking forward to NBA. That's where I'm at. How about you? Just super happy that I'm still going to be home for a few more days. Going to see my brothers a little bit more. See my nieces and nephews. And then come Sunday, back in Austin, seeing my boy, seeing my wife, and probably planning my next trip out west. But we'll get there. We'll get there. I love it. Well, thank you so much um, for everyone listening, for Benny from Bronze Whale, Breakmaster Cylinder, everyone out there that makes this thing happen. Like, subscribe, check out Dad's Drinking Beer on Instagram. I'm Chris. That's Jim. We're Dad's Drinking Beer. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Pizza. I was going to go pizza.